Yeah, go on, practice, yeah. Okay. <laughs> She's like, I can't do it. This is a big moment. That's good. Keep going. Welcome back to Made in Indyland. We're on episode, is it 19 now, isn't it? Yeah. Um, so, bit of a shambles. Uh, what you may have just heard before the intro music was what was salvaged from our recording on Saturday. Uh, yes, a bit, a bit, we're, we're recording again, basically. That's what's what's happened. So, uh, yeah. Do you want to explain the debacle? Not really, no. <laughs> Basically, we, we was going to record around mine, weren't we? And then we got a few beers inside us, got a bit excited, and it all went wrong, didn't it? So It did happen. It did happen. Um, I had a photo before we recorded as well, Yeah, and then, and then it didn't happen. So <laughs> blaming our, our friend Natalie for that one. She was around distracting us. Yeah, see that. Yeah, and she did the wood pigeon sound, which I thought was got it off to a great start. Yeah. So, so that was the sub subtotal, sum total of us recording live for the first time, face to face. It wasn't even us. So it, it don't work, does it? It's, I don't think it works. It works better like this when we're sober. It, yeah, there's too, there's too <laughs> many too many distractions, and uh, yeah, yeah, cool. We got a uh, little bloody hammered anyway. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. it's, it's absolute shareable. So um, let's just explain what was going to happen. So because last week we said, uh, I think on last week, because I'm so lost with where we are now. We actually recorded two weeks ago, but it went out on Friday. So last week we said uh, that we were going to be recording a caravan. So what was going on was we was going away with our mate who, who whose family owned a caravan in, in the countryside quite near where we live. And uh, for whatever total bollocks reason, uh, that did not happen. So we thought, uh, you know, we we weren't going to completely waste the day. So we we thought we'd be sensible. We'd we'd do the we'd do the podcast before we went out. I even booked a table for dinner, yeah, <laughs> which which we turned up for uh, late. One allowed cutlery either. <laughs> no, <laughs> <laughs> that dinner was basically, uh, you know. Chicken and chips, wasn't it? You had a burger, I had chicken, yeah. and uh, forgot our face masks as well, didn't yeah. I? <laughs> it was just a complete shambles, absolute shambles. So, you know, I thought, I thought, I but I turned up to that place drunk, <laughs> it was only six in the evening. I turned up drunk, no face masks, nothing, just a complete and utter shambles. And the problem was, yes, we um, yes, we had some dinner, but we we didn't consider like the we must have had about fifteen pints again, didn't we? And it yeah. was the bloody Moretti did, again. Did you uh, did you watch much much of the football? <laughs> what on Saturday? Yeah. Well, we pretty much missed most of Wales, didn't we? Yeah. <laughs> no. I think we got in there after what it was about the sixty fifth minute or so. Because I was all about 
Yeah, well, we, down anyway. that, that was the plan. So we were actually going to watch the Wales match at yours, then go down the pub after. Yeah, yeah, that would have, might have been. I don't know if that's worse or better. I don't know. Oh, I don't we started. Actually... It started very well at mine as well because I made us a cup of tea. We said we we start hmm. with we start with a cup of tea. We won't start drinking straight away at three o'clock or whatever it was, and then that that time at yours went very quickly. Yeah, <laughs> it went very, very quickly. The drinks went very quick. And I had four beers by the time we were gone, and, and we got down that pub. And like these days, four beers is quite a bit to, to get you started, isn't it? Bearing in mind we hadn't eaten, it's bloody hot as well. I think we were well oiled. Yeah, we, we, yeah, it was. Think back now, it was a complete disaster. The whole thing, it was like meant to be a, quite a chilled one, right? It wasn't. It was a shambles. We, you know, up uptown and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. Walking home, just everything. It just turned into one of those ridiculous nights out that really didn't need to happen. Yeah, and I had a two day hangover from a from a. <laughs> <laughs> how how long did it take you to walk home for a, considering you live twenty minutes away from? Yeah, town? That, that was forty five minutes. <laughs> and the best thing was, I was singing on my way home. No one else with me, singing at the top of my voice. What song? What song? Lots of different things. Just listening to my Spotify playlist. Playlist. <laughs> everything I hate about society, I did that night. So, um, yeah, just um, I reckon they just thought, who's that moron? Um, compare that to last week when we had Helen on, who's the ultimate professional, really. Yeah. Uh, we were complete opposite. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, just ridic- ridiculous, really. Is that, you know, this is why we need her on our show to give us a, <laughs> give us a benchmark to work to because yeah. we're left to our own devices. It's chaos. So. Couple of idiots, really. Couple yeah. of complete plonkers. Yeah, yeah. And do you know what? And Helen, like the next day, was it the next day where we was really hungover? And she's like, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. "Well, I've learned to pace myself so I don't get hangovers." Fucking cheers! <laughs> Brilliant. That's all we need to hear. She so, hasn't been. Out, she hasn't been out of us yet, though. No, so. uh, let's let's wait to yeah see how she gets on with us. But uh, and then I feel like I've been dealt a bad hand this week. I know that was my own fault. So I had a couple of days on pretty pretty rough. And then yesterday I felt, oh, I've got myself back together again. And uh, the baby woke up three times in the night. So I'm just as tired now as I was over, over the past few days. So okay. we've got to have to make a decision about this. And, you know, we try, we try everything didn't we, to avoid this happening, didn't we? This, I, oh, don't think, I don't think we can avoid it. And we always come up with these excuses of why this happens. So, oh, if we didn't have to go to this place, it wouldn't have happened. Or if we weren't drinking this drink. It wouldn't have happened. It happens every time. It doesn't matter. Yeah, what. We, we could drink shandy, and we and it's not even right. Like you can put it down to because I always say, "Oh, we're getting older, so we can't handle our drink as much." I think it's just the amount we drink. Normal people don't drink that. Normal people don't drink four pints an hour or something like that. You know what I mean? Like it's ridiculous. Yeah, you know. So uh, that's we. I don't know. We're we're gonna have to do something to try and I don't know. I, don't know. Well, I think we've tried everything. We've tried going out earlier and coming home later. The earlier we go out, the later we come back. We tried going out later, but we still stay out. To if we go out later, we we don't get back till six, seven in the no, morning. No, that's true. Yeah, yeah. The only way to stop this happening is to have like two hour long nights out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Or um, we need to go. Who is that? Who's that guy? Who does the the mental mind tricks? Get him to put in our heads when twelve o'clock strikes. And we're drinking. It's time to go home. Paul McKenna. Yeah, get him to do like a bloody video message or something to us. And <laughs> maybe we when, should. When it's last orders at a pub, you go home. Yeah, <laughs> but we won't be able to watch the video because we'll be too drunk. <laughs> yeah, we won't be able to open our phones properly. 
So, well, Joe, I felt I that was a weird hangover because I felt worse than I did the other week, but I don't yeah. think I drunk as much. I think as, it was. I think it was quite unjustified. I think it was down to the beer we were drinking. Mm. Um, a bit of that because uh, we weren't that drunk. I mean, we've been a lot drunker. I, I mean, the, just... pe- the people we we had a few drinks with might say differently. They might say it was smashed, but uh, but. Uh, we get more smash than that, so yeah, I, I just get too excited. Yeah, yeah, I think that's what it that's what it comes down to. Um, but anyway, it's uh, no harm done. It was just one of those things. <laughs> well, there's a catchphrase I know for a while. <laughs> oh dear, that's an in joke. So yeah, um, the uh, one thing I have to got, got to say actually before we move on, I've got to frighten my life on um, Friday morning because. What was watching GMTV, not GMT, what's it called? Good Morning Britain, GMB. Yeah. Um, and the weatherman wasn't Laura Tobin or Alex, what's his name? Beresford. Yeah. It was one half of that famous 90s comedy act, Hugh and Lenny. See that geezer? He's a weatherman now. Uh, his name's Des Coleman, you no. know, who plays Lenny out of EastEnders. Do you remember him from years ago? Yeah, I remember it, but is this enough <laughs> one of your lies? No, honestly. True. And then I had to look him up. Uh, and he's, basically, he's an all-round entertainer. I'm thinking about booking him for my wedding. <laughs> read the weather. Does, like, uh, stand-up, does, like, cabaret and all that. That was in EastEnders for years, those two, wasn't they? Yeah, 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 they were hilarious. I just remember that Ian Bill, they were terrorising Ian Bill for ages, yeah. weren't they? So, yeah. <laughs> just remember Ian Bill. <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't his catchphrase. That was... Uh, uh, Huge, huge, yeah, yeah obviously. Yeah. yeah. Um, anyway, uh, so what were we talk about last week's show. Last week's show. Yeah, which was t- t- uh, that was about two weeks ago, actually. We. Yeah, yeah, absolutely so, hilarious, wasn't it? It was good. It was one of those ones again. It was chaotic. Uh, I've got uh, people texting me about it, and I'm like, I can't even remember what you're talking about. Like, no, no. It, was, it was like it was an hour, like of just nonsense, wasn't it? I can't. I, I, yeah, I can't, half of what I said, I can't remember what context. The only, the, the only thing I can sort of describe it to is when you are in a in a pub, or compare it to even, is when you're in a pub and you're just talking bollocks, <laughs> basically. <laughs> yeah. yeah, just like, just nonsense. It just, yeah. It's ridiculous, but it was good. Um, so, yeah, we found out some hilarious things about Helen and about her hatred for garden ornament, ornaments. Uh, actually, it just texts us a story or... Voice noted as a story before this. She's she's got she's got a serious she's serious got a big problem. <laughs> yeah, problem. She's got it's... a big problem. Problem. <laughs> don't <laughs> don't don't. If you're in the Derbyshire area, put your fucking gnomes away. That's all I'm gonna say. We'll leave it at that. Um, but she is. Yeah, she needs to sort this out. But uh, <laughs> to be fair, these stories were from her teenage years. Yeah. Yeah. We think. <laughs> That's that's her story. She's sticking to it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so yeah, uh, garden ornaments and river dance is what I remember from last week. Yeah, uh, but I did, you know, and, and we were talking about some bl- the bloody good um, chat about films and all that sort of stuff. Have you watched any of them? Because I haven't. <laughs> no, but uh, I think my brother-in-law has. So, okay. Yeah. So I think he watched Empire Records. We have found them, uh, and I think Steph's willing to give it a bit of a go with. I think Empire Records. Um, Almost famous, like she's got to watch it anyway. By the way, it was it's not three hours long; it's about two hours and twenty minutes. What have you found it on? It's on Amazon. Is it okay? Yeah, yeah. I'm a leech. I've got all of those. 
Yeah, so yeah. Don't pay a penny for any of them. Um, so <laughs> that sounds very illegal. <laughs> no, no, no. It's just someone else's. Uh, someone else. My father-in-law basically pays for the whole family. Still, still illegal. Yeah, they're, actually, they're clamping down on that soon. Yeah, they? they are. Yeah, that'll be the end of that. So for me, I'll just go back illegal again. So <laughs> just, get one I, of I, don't think, I don't think you can now, though, can you? They've shut all the sites down. Yeah, you can get those fire sticks. Apparently, <laughs> can you? Yeah. Tell me more. Oh, I will. Oh, I will another day. The sex when with the... Yeah. So. But anyway, we seem to have got sidetracked. So, but I will. I am going to watch. Uh, basically, she's back on in a couple of weeks, so we've got to watch it before then, haven't we? Yeah. Try and get some sort of uh, review of it. Oh, I'm Ooh. surprised you haven't seen Almost Famous. I can't believe you haven't. I probably, it. I probably have. It's quite I was a big meant, film. I was meant to have looked it up, and then I didn't. I get distracted with like England memes and Matt Hancock pictures and yeah. Matt, Matt Hancock cross Alan Partridge pictures and. Yeah. Just... <laughs> He, he's just give, delivered us. Uh, well, I will tell you what, right? It's it's, a, it's been hilarious, but it's fucking. It makes you livid as well, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. Yeah, that we've uh, been living this life that we've had to live, and he's been getting his end away. Yeah, <laughs> like, I mean, they reckon it's been going on for a while as well, didn't they? Like, mm. So, just absolute scum. These people. Like, I just. They got no morals. These Etonians, I don't think. Nah. Well, it's. it's I don't think, think they need to go there. I think they're just no. all of them are the same self-serving. Yeah, yeah. Little, um, yeah, pricks. So, yeah, <laughs> absolute wankers, and 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 that's okay. I mean, it just he just, and he's not even he, he's the worst thing. Okay, he's apologised. Fine, that's the least he can do, right? But it's the people round him protecting him, like Boris fucking Johnson saying, "Ah, oh, case closed." Right, we'll that's get- the most. Yeah, what gets me? Uh, he must have known that camera's there. Yeah, I don't get any of it. I, I, I don't understand how he's been caught out by a camera that's in his office. I mean, look, I feel a little bit sorry for Matt Hancock in some ways because the geezer's an absolute clown, right? It's not his fault he's so fucking thick, is it? The problem is Boris Johnson surrounds himself by these with these people to make himself look better. But that doesn't work when you've got a fucking worldwide disaster going on, like a pandemic. It's <laughs> no. when you need good people around you to get you out of it. That's it's like, it's like real life spitting image. It's just it's, it's, it's embarrassing. Yeah. It's absolutely embarrassing. You know, and what we're going to do now, the last thing we needed was change. I mean, I wasn't a fan of Matt Hancock, but we didn't need change right now, did we? No. Not where we get, I mean, I, yeah, I don't know what uh, Javid's going to be like. He might be okay, but... Uh, yeah. But yeah, this isn't a political podcast, so we might move swiftly on. But yeah. I just think that, that that isn't about politics. That's about fucking double standard, isn't it? Yeah, definitely. About we're having to live in bloody like restrictions, which I understand why. I completely get it. I'm not one of these that says, you know, you can't tell us what to do and all that sort of stuff. I just don't understand how they can tell us to do it and to do whatever the fuck they like themselves. Yeah, yeah, that's it. It's just it's just immoral. Anyway, uh, but on to more uh, sort of joyous things. What about the football? Yeah, that's... Well, I was going to say it's brilliant, but it's, the, the result was brilliant. I don't think the performance was brilliant up until the last sort of 20 minutes, maybe. But yeah. maybe... Was it a tactical masterclass? I don't, I don't really know. I think we're lucky with the chances the Germans had a little bit, but you have to ride your luck, don't you, as well, in these, yeah, these I tournaments? Think so. We had more chances than them, didn't we? And I think... Um, one thing that I admire about Gareth Southgate, 
is he 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 doesn't listen to the press. He doesn't listen. Doesn't cave to media uh, pressure or fan pressure. And you know, we moaned about previous managers, namely Roy Hodgson, yeah. just doing whatever he's told, disastrously. I mean, he's got to be one of the worst managers in history, isn't he? Really, you think about his results. Yeah, it's, it's and this the England jobs. Like you think politics is hard, but the England job is one of the hardest jobs in in the world yeah. because you can't please everybody at no, all. No, no, like, no, definitely not. Everybody's got an opinion about who should be starting and uh, who. I mean, I would have had not had Harry Kane. I'd have had him off at halftime the way he was playing, and then he. Do you know what in, I think? He needs one chance and he scores a goal, and that's what he's about, I guess. So it's. Yeah, in hindsight, I still wouldn't have had him on. I still think he's not good enough at the moment. You know, he's just not in form. I think any centre forward, the way that was teed up for him, would have put that away. You know, it wasn't difficult, was it? It was. Sterling was behind him as well, ready to put it in if he missed yeah, it. Yeah, So I think, I think you know, Southgate probably needs to be a bit braver there. But then, what option do we have down the middle? We don't. It's Rashford no. or or uh, Kane, isn't it? But like Dominic Calvert Lewin's in the squad as well, but they're not really players that are going to hold the ball up like Kane can. No. If, he's not, he's not getting the service either, but he, he's not moving about. He's not, he's, he he's clearly be. not fit, and his head's not in the game. Yeah, That's the problem. And I think that I don't know, but what you do need as this tournament goes further on is experience on how to deal with this. Yeah, because this is unknown territory for most of that team now. I don't know. I think that's what I like. I mean, everyone's on his back about, you know, all the ropey defence and all that sort of stuff, which I, me included, I'll be saying yeah. it, I'll be worried about the defence uh, and we're going out too cautiously. That I haven't been agreeing with that. I, you know, everyone's been saying he's too cautious, but it's working. Like, yeah, can't, exactly. You can't say he's got a ropey defence and, te- and get on his back for being too cautious because no. he's protecting his defence. And we're the only team not to have conceded a goal. So hmm. if you don't concede goals, you don't lose football matches. No. Very straightforward. So, so far, so good. My only concern is the hype that's, you know, again, I've Good Morning Britain on today and they're going well over the top. Well, it's and, like we've won it already, which, yeah, we, yeah. you know, um, that's that's dangerous because the players start believing their own hype as yeah. well. And it, it would be the most England thing ever if we went out to the Ukraine on Saturday. That's my, my worry. My <laughs> biggest worry of all of it yeah. is that we, well, I think we'll get through Ukraine. We should do anyway. If we don't, that'd be a, that'd be a travesty. Um, but our biggest worry is Denmark because yeah. they've got the whole of Europe behind them because of what happened to Ericsson. Yeah, yeah. And sometimes football just works in funny ways. Even you it? said on not the last podcast, the podcast before, I hope they win it all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Didn't you? So you're kind of getting behind them, aren't you? Because of that. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah. and do you know what? No one would begrudge them that apart from England if we play. Well, I hope they go far. I think you said not win. You might not have said win. No, I said, I did say that when it happened, you're kind of willing them on to win this thing now, as unlikely as that is. Yeah. But now it's suddenly it's looking possible, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Because you've got to think they're probably going to beat, well... Czech Republic. I think they beat Czech Republic. I From think watching, they will. Watching the Czech Republic, I don't know how they've progressed. Because they were very yeah. poor against us, weren't they? Yeah, they were. But they did the job against Scotland rather easily. I know Scotland didn't, didn't make it difficult. But <laughs> um, they didn't lose to Croatia, did they? And then not no, I guess Dutch, not. didn't they? Yeah. So not that I remember much of the Dutch game because I was very hungover. So I was hardly watching yeah, it. Yeah, I remember there was a player. There was a player sent off, wasn't there? Oh, I couldn't tell you. Yeah. <laughs> it was hard, literally, I was hardly <laughs> keeping my eyes open. Um, but yeah, so I don't know. It's exciting stuff. We'll see. Um, and I just remembered, we ain't got the bloody wraps. So <laughs> next week, next yeah, week, we'll still be here. Don't we'll worry. Try and do a double. 
Yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah, we'll try we'll we'll make it up to you. Uh so um right, look, let's get on with the let's get on with the structure of the podcast at least. Yeah, this this chuck a little bit yeah. of music go, into go, this go, pol- go, go, politics go. and football podcast. Go. go. <laughs> right. Right. So you put out a double a double header of a question. So the first part was what band artist did yeah. you used to love but fell out of love with? Yeah. So the bloody good question. I think so, about this quite regularly myself when I'm listening to my playlist. Yeah. So what we got? So what we got first? The because it yeah go on. Sorry. Yeah, that that was the right way to do it. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And then the but, second bit is what acts were you not fussed about but went on to love? So you grow to love. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah. So, so what we got? So right, this one is what band artists did you used to love but fell out of love with? So uh, her rabid glow said Coldplay. Coldplay always come up in every single answer, don't they? Too. We ain't spoke about it much recently, have we? No. Um, weirdly, I've been pl- I've been listening to a lot of their early stuff these past couple of weeks. Really I can good. I can get that though because I think I wouldn't say I loved them, but I liked their early stuff. But I'm not I'm not so keen. We said it before. I'm not so keen. Yeah, on... they were one of my favourite bands. They was up there for me in the top three or four bands at the time. Um, but they ruined it. Yeah. So. Uh, Rock and Roll Fox and and Mal put the Arctic Monkeys, and so did Holly, actually, Arctic Monkeys. Common love theme, them. isn't it? Yeah, fell out of love with them. They were, they were really good at the beginning. Yeah. I uh, said about them before, like, I thought they were okay. They were a good band, but, yeah. they weren't. Their, their, their debut album wasn't better than Definitely Maybe. Put it that way. Um... The Egypt put the Kooks, Pulp, and Bross. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what? Like the Kooks, I can understand that a little bit because they were all right, weren't they? Yeah, but they were never like. Was she really that into them? Maybe she she all likes the... some weird bands, doesn't she? Sometimes. Whenever so... I hear, is it? I think it's naive. I hear naive. It always reminds me of that club in Ibiza. Is yeah, in that on, I think it must have just come out around that time. We it went. was, it was a big hit that summer, was it 2006? Yeah, Let's, and it's uh, just on all the time. I'd love to hear if anyone's been to that club. So we went to Ibiza, and we, you know, we were quite into dance music, but more into indie music. So we're the only people I know that probably. We did go to a nightclub in the end, didn't we? <laughs> like a yeah, we went, to, went to a couple, didn't we? went to uh, Pasha, didn't we? Was it Pasha? No, it's Paradise and uh, the other one, Eden, which are there two in Santa, San Antonio. Oh, yeah, that's it. Um, but we spent our whole time in the in the West End, drinking in, the, in this place called the OK Corral in the West End. And I know we're getting sidetracked. Uh, but then the, the finishing the night, I'll say night, morning, in, um, what was it called? Ground Zero, wasn't it? Ground Zero, yeah. yeah. It's it is like, still there as well, I think. Yeah, yeah. It, it'd been there about 20 years when we was there. Oh, so I'd love to go back. Yeah, let's just do it. Let's just, when we're allowed, we'll just go back there. So everyone was, I remember that year, everyone saying, because that was a bit of a resurgence for Ibiza, saying, oh, it's so expensive, Ibiza. Not for us, it fucking wasn't, because we were <laughs> no. right, right, drinking the right shit holes, weren't we? Yeah. <laughs> and we made friends with the owners and his son or, he, or yeah, whatever yeah. it was, and, and 
they were just giving us drinks and stuff, so it's brilliant. Yeah, yeah, it was, it was yeah, it's absolutely brilliant. I, I would not do it any other any other way if I went back again either. Went out for breakfast with Paul McCartney that in those two weeks as well. <laughs> yeah, 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 we did. Yeah, in a way. So, <laughs> uh, but if anyone is listening and they have been to Ground Zero in Ibiza, message us. Yeah, because that's if, a dingy, horrible indie club, but it was bloody great. Yeah, sort of trainers stick to the floor type yeah, yeah. place, wasn't it? And but yeah, it was excellent. We worked out in there that we wouldn't. It was cheaper to drink tequila sunrises. <laughs> <laughs> We're just drinking tequila sunrises instead of beer. We we look like right idiots. But yeah. anyway, sorry. Yeah, yeah. So okay. Uh, and then who else did she say? Pulp. Pulp. I don't know how you can. I, I don't know that's really, possible. Uh, no. I think they're brilliant. I think that you know, I don't. I think they slowed down. That was the problem with Pulp. They slow slowed down and, and suddenly stopped producing music. Mm. I don't think you can fall out of love with them. I think they they were the band that got. They were the first indie album. I well, actually, Blur was probably the first indie album, but but a different class changed my life. That that yeah. announced Britpop, didn't it? Because I think that Park Life, Blur's Park Life, was just before the Britpop scene, mm. and it was. Morning Glory and um, a different class that made it made it explode, and for that I would always love Pulp. Yeah, it's brilliant, brilliant live. I'd love to go and I'd love them to get back together and go and, or just go see Jarvis live. Um, yeah, he doesn't tour that much, but we will have to no. catch him. He, you know, he does a tour. He, he was on that because he was all Glastonbury last weekend, and he was on yeah. the the Britpop section on the Glastonbury thing on the Friday yeah. night. He, he just he was great. How good was Skunk and Nancy, by the way? Like, yeah. The, oh, that, yeah. Her voice is unbelievable. They're, they're, for me, a band that I didn't really like at the time, but love them now. But anyway. Yeah. Okay. Someone, uh, Modish Prince has put the Manix, but now back on my playlist. So he's he loved them, fell out of love with them, now he loves them again. Yes. <laughs> Make your mind up, mate. <laughs> I can Make your mind up, that. mate. <laughs> I understand where he's coming from. They're yeah. a fun band, didn't they? They're not like... Sometimes you play a band too much and you're like, oh, I just can't be asked for these anymore. And you don't listen to them for ages. And then you find them and again, you're like, why didn't I Why did I stop listening to these? They were well overplayed for a while, weren't they? Late 90s. Um, what was that? What was the album? This Is My Truth, Tell Me Yours was that the one with... Um, if you tolerate this, your children, then your children will be next. I think that was the one that yeah. that was quite a big commercial hit from them. Um, but yeah, early nineties and mid nineties, the band, the, the the album with um, "Design for Life" on it was it called? It wasn't called "Design for Life," was it? It was called. Oh, oh, that's gonna that's gonna bug me. Can't remember now. We're gonna have to look it up. But that was and uh, that that album was an al- album of the nineties. Yeah, it's really good. Um, I'm just going to quickly look that up. Yeah, that's fine. Um, it's going to ruin everything otherwise. Giselle's put Panic at the Disco. Don't know she, much about them. I've never been into them, really. Um, no, I don't know a lot about them. Yeah. Um, I like a couple of their songs. All Gear, No Idea, put the Rifles. They're an amazing live band. First two albums, but the albums since then have been poor. Everything Must Go. Yeah. What's that, the Manics? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, well, yeah. Um, rifles. Um, I've seen them once actually. I've seen them a couple of times at like local festivals and stuff like that. Um, yeah, I always think they should be a little bit bigger than what they are. I think the rifle they sort of stayed 
under the radar almost. They're not played on the radio much, are they? And, and stuff no, like that. And they went got... through. They went through a stage, and I, again, I've said it before about that whole noughties mm. sort of plastic indie, isn't it? It was just, I don't know, full of fans that thought they were really affected and all that. And that's probably why they didn't do very well because you know they're in a movement of tossers. Uh, yeah, <laughs> fate of the sun has gone yeah. uh, quite non-indie and said Kanye West, which I can agree with. He, he was. Yeah. He was good at first and then he's just gone mental, hasn't he? It's so. all right if you like that sort of thing. Um, but <laughs> How many are you going to get? <laughs> yeah. uh, right. I'm right, never a fan, really. No. Uh, music Patronus put Led Zeppelin. What was... Yeah. Yeah, I'm not reading the rest of that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Yeah. If that's true, what she's put there... I'm shocked. Like, have I been in a bubble for the forever? Because yeah. I didn't know I any of that. I didn't want to know that either. No. Um, so, and but, yeah. Kerry, Kerry, little cranks, put wings. Only the band the Beavers could have been. Yeah. <laughs> so that oh, wings and right, you know, and Sandy put the communards. The uh, what's his face? Jimmy Somerville, isn't it? And uh, Vicar, what's his face? The, the singing Vicar. You know the geezer. Don French. No, I can't remember his name now. He oh. was on a stand-up show recently. Oh, I can't remember. He, he does comedy as well. Uh, it's going to really bug me. Anyway, okay. but anyway, so... Um, so that was that, that lot. And now we'll move on to... Oh, we, should we do one, actually? <laughs> yeah. What bands uh, did you used to love that you've, you've fallen out with? Oh, dear. Um, probably... There's a few, there's a few American bands like Green Day and Offspring and all that mm. that I used to listen to religiously, like as big as Oasis for me back in the day. Yeah, um, but not anymore. Um, so I'm probably going to say Green Day and Offspring. Mm. I reckon mine might be Razorlight. Yeah, I did really like them. I first, think the first couple of albums. Do you know yeah. what I think the second album ruined them? It was a good album. I'm not saying it was crap, but it was fucking overplayed. <laughs> yeah. it, their uh, songs were just radio, like it was just they sold out basically, didn't they? In that sense, that first album had like "Who Needs Love America." Did it was that the second? No, that was that, the first. That, that album, was wasn't? that was the second album. That was the like, second one. First album was up all night, wasn't it? And oh, that was it. Yeah, that was that was brilliant. Absolutely yeah. brilliant. We've seen them a couple of times, haven't we? Oh yeah, somewhere else. Some Golden Touch was on the. Yeah, somewhere first. else actually bit of a uh, bit of knowledge for you here somewhere else wasn't on the album and then they uh it they released it did really well and then they put it on an edited like a deluxe version of the album it was got golden touch was the one that was really overplayed but like that was really, their really like over. breakthrough song wasn't yeah. it and great, then, great song but yeah but they i think the overplayed ones were things like america and all that and yeah. um in the morning in the morning i couldn't stand that song and it was just played everywhere you went, everywhere that you went, that was, and that ruined them for me, I think. So, but yeah, it's a good shout. Um, I'd, I'd like to go and see them again because they're re- re- reunited, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. Uh, for, you know, so I would like to go back just for nostalgia. They only did three albums, I think. I think they're, they're yeah, releasing another album, I think. So, and the worst so... thing is that that third album, Slipway Fires, it was called, um, that was 
really good, but by that time, I think the damage was already done because they'd been commercially they commercially sold out, so everyone expected uh, them to do the same sort of music, and then they changed their style a little bit. He's really good live as well. Yeah. He's a really really good showman. He's climbing on speakers and jumping off of them. And yeah, things. yeah, yeah. No, I think I think they're a decent band, but I can understand that they, they, they've done it to themselves because I yeah. think a lot of people will feel that way about Razor Light. Mm. So um, yeah, okay. so um, yeah. And the, ne- the next part of that is what act were you not fussed about but went on to love? Okay, what we got? So, uh, rock and roll fox put the editors. Which... I've been nonplussed on them. They're good, but couldn't love them. Well, I think they're, they're no. quite good, didn't they? One of those two thousand and six bands, didn't they? That yeah. Uh, her rabbit glow said the Arctic monkeys, so they, they always make an appearance as well. So they're like cold, they're like Coldplay. So that grew, they, they grew on they her. They grew on her. She didn't like them, and then she she ended up loving them. This started to happen with them for me, and then I got, got annoyed with them again. So <laughs> for about over probably about the turn of the decade, I quite liked them, listened to them a lot, and then got called got called out on my Marzi bum impression. By the way, uh, Northern impression. From the other week, saying it was shit. Yeah, it was. Stick to what you're good at. Can't even speak. Can't even speak southern, mate. Oh dear. Uh, uh, Giselle put the Foo Fighters. So she she didn't really like them at first, and then she loves them now. We're probably guilty of that. Yeah. You can't say we were loyal from the start. No, definitely. I think because they started in '95. So we didn't turn our attention to them. I think for me, I first started listening to them when I went to college and started going to that pub, the Cross Keys pub. Yeah, yeah. it was a bit of a bit of a music pub at lunchtime, and uh, they always played "Learn to Fly" and "All My Life" and all that in there. So, but yeah, so uh, one of, yeah, they grew on us, and you know, we went to see them live, and it changes everything. I think that happens with bands; you go and see them live, and it's a different story. Yeah, that's it. Uh, Mel put. Amy Winehouse, and he put. I know it's madness. But he didn't like. He didn't like her, and he sort of grew. He grew to love her. Do you know what? With her, I'm. I've never been a huge fan, and I feel like sometimes you can't say it about her because of the tra- tragic circumstances surrounding yeah, her. I'll um, get that. But, I think she's brilliant. I think you're entitled to your opinion. You, yeah. you didn't, didn't like her. That's fair enough. I, I couldn't. I would. I have seen her life, but I wouldn't have been that fussed about going to see her live. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Like, it, she, I think she had a great voice and all that, but I don't know. It wasn't my thing. Uh, Holly put the Stereophonics. I've always loved the Stereophonics. Yeah. I can imagine. So, is Holly quite a bit younger than us? Do yeah. we know? I don't know. Yeah, I um, think she is. Because I can imagine, so they were peaking in when we were teenagers, really. Well, actually probably peaking when we was in our 20s. Yeah. Because so, uh, that comes into play, doesn't it? Mm. When oh, yeah, yeah definitely, yeah. So um, if she was a bit behind that, then I can understand that. So, um, But I, you know what? I love the Seriophonics and I still need to see them. And it's just yeah. it's, it's doing my head in how we haven't seen them. I'd love to go and see them. I really would. Yeah. Um, Fate of the Sun put Bruce Springsteen. Which yeah. I, sort of, I get because I think as you get older, you start getting into... Legends, a bit yeah. more. You appreciate yeah. it more, didn't you? Yeah, yeah. Same for me. I agree with that. I, I was never fussed on Bruce Springsteen when I was younger at all. Not even probably till I was in my thirties, and I started appreciating him. And then, again, 
sometimes when you go to a place, so I went to New York and Springsteen was getting played everywhere with the Beatles and Madonna and Oasis. So obviously I saw what sort of influence he had on them. So yeah, yeah, I, I do like Springsteen, definitely. This is a good one, and you can t- you can tell the story behind it as well. Uh, music Patronus has put the cardigans after Reading Fest. <laughs> <laughs> oh Christ! She's made a very good point there, like, and I just alluded to this earlier. So one performance changed her opinion. Yeah, the yeah, band. definitely. That that can definitely happen. That's happened to so many bands. Uh, with I mean the Foo Fighters, that pretty much nailed it down for us, didn't it? Mm. Seeing them live supporting Oasis. Yeah. Um, I think the Subways as well, we didn't know much about the Subways. They're still a new band, but saw them, realised how good they were, and we really got into them. Yeah. Anyway, the story, the Cardigans are not a bad band, actually. Uh, bit, again, a bit like overplayed, if you remember, in Victor FM, which is now Heart. <laughs> right. um, so, yeah, we went to Scotland to see, we just went up to Scotland, and I think we were visiting my cousin, um, and we walked into a bar in uh, just on the, off the Royal Mile. And do you remember the... the, the the fashion, I say the fashion back then, I still wear cardigans now. <laughs> uh, so we uh, we were wearing cardigans because it was about 2008 when bang on that whole faux indie scene was going and it was cardigans, plimpsoles, wasn't it? And probably a stripy t-shirt. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, so we were both dressed like, dressed the same because that wasn't a problem either. Right? <laughs> uh, in your fucking we, weren't, we weren't dressed like the Chuckle Brothers. It's <laughs> no. Just... <laughs> no. But we remember we went out all wearing like different colour t-shirts, uh, jumpers. I got called the Power Rangers that time. Yeah. We was out in London. Anyway, but anyway, just to finish the story, so we walked into this tiny little pub off the Royal Mile. Obviously, very Scottish. They all seemed to know each other in there. Uh, my cousin's Scottish, by the way, so she was fine. We walked in in our cardigans, opened, uh, just paid for our drink. Suddenly, someone's put the fucking cardigans on on the jukebox, <laughs> and everyone's looking at us like we're <laughs> total, laughing. Total wankers from England. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> which we are so, we had the last laugh <laughs> quoting the football that's all, that's all I've got about that so, so, and I, I wasn't even having that rivalry so no. so anyway um, excellent carry on and Mrs Gallagher to be has put Oasis so I, I've always loved Oasis so I can't understand that really but the only thing I can think of there and to call herself Mrs Gallagher to be she must be quite a hardcore fan yeah the only thing I can think of there she's been introduced to them by someone mm. that she yeah, might have been possibly, maybe a yeah. pop music fan or something like that yeah I'm just trying to assess the situation here how you can't always love Oasis yeah so uh, my mine I think and we're, we're going to see him um, in September the first time yeah mine's Shed 7 I've I, it's, I think it's like one of them things again that I wasn't really fussed on them because I didn't know a lot about them. But the more mm. you listen to them as you get older, I think it's oh, almost like, man. yeah, yeah, they, it's almost like I thought they weren't cool enough to listen to. Do you know what they, I mean? Like, they, I, they, they pretty much are everything that we stand for in terms of that era of our mm. teenage years. They are so typically Britpop stroke indie, aren't they? Like, yeah, yeah. And I think, I think that's probably why you like them as more you get older because it's a nostalgia thing. Yeah, I'm like that with loads of bands. Ocean Colour Scene, I'm like that with. I wasn't fussed. I didn't get. I didn't like the guy's voice in the in the nineties, but now I love him. Absolutely love him. Yeah. For me, it's James. I think. Yeah. Same. Well, we've got both here. One after the other, isn't it? So, yeah. uh, uh, I've always quite liked him, but I really 
started to get into them in the past five, ten years, I think. Mm. Uh, I think I mentioned to Dom Jolly when he was on here that uh, his show turned me on to James because I didn't, I'd heard of, I'd heard Sit Down. Um, it wasn't I hadn't heard the other songs, but I didn't really care for them or anything like that. And then when I started hearing a few songs that he uh, had on Trigger Happy, like Born of Frustration and all that, then I started to get into them. But yeah, so I didn't like him at first, and they began about forty years there, wouldn't they? Do you know what I think helps as well? I thought, and it's it's a good thing, but it, it's a bad thing. But it's a good thing, like things like Spotify and other music streaming, mm. so, where I wouldn't listen to some of the songs by James or Ched Seven. No. I'd just listen to their their hits. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah, yeah, like you do. But with that, it's so easy just to pop on, give them a chance. Yeah, a different song and. You know, skip through it and think, oh, this no, this is shit. Or do you know what I mean? Or just it's got, it's got. We were talking about this to Ant, Anthony Partridge the other day um, about how it's got its ups and its downs. You know, it's got plus pros and cons. Spotify yeah. and all these streaming platforms because of that. And actually, they're they're changing the way they do things. Uh, the bands are changing their behaviours because of it. But that is a very good point that you can just you'd have you would never have gone out and bought a Shed Seven album, would you? No. So. So therefore, no. and that's a big problem. That's probably why we were so ignorant to some of these bands. Yeah, I think so. It's, know, so. it's opened up. It's opened up a whole new world to me mm. on, on some of these. I wouldn't have yeah. half the songs on the the Made in Indie Land playlist that I I'd have now. I don't no. think if I'd done it on Bear Share or whatever we used to do. <laughs> yeah. Well, there was a lot of effort to go to. Still not that much effort, but it was a lot of effort to go to to find the songs you wanted first and then you couldn't listen, you couldn't try before you buy. You had no. to know what you were downloading, didn't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so, and also, if you wanted to spend your money, you, you backed your bands that you were certain were going to produce good stuff, weren't you? That's Basically. it, yeah. You had when your it's favorites. your own money. Yeah, that's it. So, you were, you know, I'd, I'd very, te- rare, rare, very rarely take a punt. And because we were brought up in the south of England, we weren't getting James and Shed 7 and all those, uh, you know, recommended to us. No. We, we were getting like the Beatles and stuff by our dads. Yeah. Like, so, so that's another thing. I think that we can be excused a little bit because of where we were brought up. Uh, mm. Yeah. Just, just, just the way it was. So, uh, so yeah, it was, it was, it no, was good, some good, good answers. Good, good couple of questions. Thanks to everybody that sent in uh, yeah. their answers and, and do keep your answers coming. It's much appreciated. Yeah. 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 Definitely. As usual. So, um, just we're running out of time um but it is this is going out on um what's it independence day like the, the weekend not on independence day going out on july the 2nd but obviously over that weekend it's going to be independence day so we thought uh that we just have a quick chat about american bands so i put ages ago who's your favorite american bands out and i because i had this in mind just to do something like this I know we're sort of a British Britpop indie podcast, but we've got to talk a little bit about Americans and all that sort of stuff. So, um, so I'm just going to run through what I've got through. I narrowed down ten because there was quite a few. Yeah. First of all, Nirvana. Uh, what can you say about them? Just brilliant, is it? I've, there's not a bad song, I don't think. Mm-hmm. Well, we, I, it, the ba- they changed my life. That band, yeah, that band got me into music. Is what it what happened with them more than Oasis and all that sort of stuff. Mm. My mates, I first heard Nirvana at a school disco and I went to school with a few, because it was an all boys school. I went to school with a few, I was really lucky in this sense that people knew their stuff when it came to music at yeah. a young age, like 10 year olds. And um, yeah. And 
That's where I think I heard them first in year seven. Yeah. I think so. Was yeah. that like ninety five or ninety six or something? And yeah, yeah, it was ninety five when it. So they yeah. obviously they got they probably got bigger after he died. Yeah. Uh, well, almost certainly. I mean, they're one of the biggest bands ever ever been, mm. been around. So, but yeah, they changed my life. Without without Nirvana, you wouldn't have. I would not have taken music so seriously. It's it's mad. It's mad as well because when did um was it Nevermind? Quite it's like ninety one. Uh, yes, it was 91, 91, 92, I think. 92, was it? 91. 91, yeah, that's what I said. Yeah. <laughs> 91, I think MTV Unplugged was 93 or 94. Yeah. It was a few years after. So we got into them after both of those. It's so it's so strange, after, but I suppose I've it... I've never heard of Nirvana song while he was still alive. No. It's just, you know, it's just crazy. Yes, it? yeah, it is, yeah. You know, and he's he's not, he wasn't, well, he was, I think he would have been 54 this year. So he's mm-hmm. not like, massively, obviously his life was cut short tragically, wasn't it? So that's yeah. kind of why. But um, <clears throat> I always think what would have happened if he didn't do that? Would we have got into him? Would they have been, would they have had that? Because I didn't know that they weren't so big over there. No, would they Would they have been as big? That they were bigger here than they were there. Yes, they are. Yeah. And I didn't know that. Would the Foo Fighters have ever happened? No, well, no, of course not. Well, you you don't know, well, do you? No, but, you don't know if he'd have but, broken away eventually and 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 started them. But because yeah. if you if you listen to Dave Grohl in interviews, um, thing Kurt was on the on the brink of leaving, and he was mm. acting really strange in the last few weeks of his life. Um, so maybe I don't know, but then the Foo Fighters, I think, were as a result of. Nirvana that he had to do something. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's such a strange thing, and it leads us nicely on to the Foo Fighters next. Yeah. I, mean, I, actually, I was thinking when I was looking at these before the show, it, it is could you choose between the Foo Fighters and Nirvana? Uh I think the Foo Fighters are more entertaining. I think on the only basis I could, I could choose the Foo Fighters because I've seen them live. Yeah, if that makes sense. So, I'd... yeah, and yeah, and Dave Grohl is a bloody good frontman, and he would he was never a frontman for Nirvana. So, yeah, it's a, that's probably that's what I mean by they're more entertaining. Yeah, they're more they're more engaging with the fans, aren't they? So good live, so yeah. so good live. And I've got a Foo Fighters tattoo. I haven't got a Nirvana tattoo. No, yeah, no, that might change though. I probably will get one. Yeah. Um, so we've got Green Day as well. I've pretty much yeah. said all I've got to say about them. They were brilliant for me in, like, when I was a teenager. I absolutely loved them. I think that ultimately they sold out. Yeah. The album Nimrod, I think it was in 98, uh, with Time of My Life and all that on it. Complete sellout. Yeah. But, no, it was, I think it was a good album, but it was a sellout. And from then they went downhill. Mm. And it was things like... Um, the American Idiot, did you like? Yeah, yeah, all yeah. that. And then everyone loved them. I'm not saying it was bad music, but it just, it was not who they were. They were no, no. Was it Boulevard of Broken Dreams and it was mixed with Wonderwall or something? It's a course. Of it's a course. Yeah. Wonderful. That's why yeah, yeah, yeah. it ripped it off. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing good about it. It just ripped it off and yeah. wake me up when September, it just, it just cheesy fucking American punk pop. It just. So mm. it could be a band in, in the category of a band you loved and now you. Yeah, yeah, that's what Graham, I was, yeah, yeah. Did, did say that. <laughs> <laughs> that's why that's why I spoke about them earlier. Yep. Uh, listen. <laughs> so yeah, uh, so yeah, that's my feelings on them. 
Love them, now hate them. Good. Uh, those, did, you, did you say that earlier? Yeah. <laughs> that's why I said that earlier. I'm, a, I'm only joking. <laughs> the doors. The doors, yeah, go on. Riders uh, on the storm. Yeah, I'm... They're... I might get I might get panned for saying this, but they felt a little bit like the American version of Joy Division. Mm. But I didn't really like them. I'm talking like I didn't like them, like I was there. But uh, yeah. uh, I'm not not a huge fan of the Doors. Jim Morrison. I, I don't know. I, I think musically, I don't think they're all that. I think it was more of the movement about what he stood. He's a bit of a revolutionary and all that, wasn't he? Yeah. So, so I think it more their image was more important than the music with them. That's my opinion. I don't really have an opinion on them. I've, I think they they make good music, but I don't really... Or like did the, make good music. A bit like the Ramones for me. Look yeah. better than they sound. Yeah. Anyway, um, Strokes. Yeah. I think we have spoke about them before. I'd, I had one of their albums... They're a bit boring. I just think that Julian Casablanca is cool. He looks, he's a cool artist, isn't he? He just. What's the album? I think it's like early 2000s and a woman, it's got an arse on the cover or something yeah. like that. That's the album I had. With um, Last Night and uh, the first, that was the first album, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Is this I'm... it? Is this it? Yeah, yeah. I've had a That's few it. of them. Uh, yeah. What was Reptilia on that? No, no, that was on the second on album. Room on Fire. Yeah, that was on the second album in 2003 or four, four something like that, I think it was. With um, 1251 and all that on it, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. I think so, yeah. Yeah. I, I just think, that it, I've never seen them live, and I can imagine they'd be really, really boring live. Must be quite a silent crowd. Last night would be all right, but other than that, it's pretty dreary tones, isn't it? Mm-hmm. I was on. I think they'd be okay. I, I couldn't see them headlining, like having their own. I think they were overhyped yeah. because at one point I think that they were like as big as the Beatles, weren't they? In some people's eyes. Yeah. I think it's because they're quite a cool band. I mean, that's about mm-hmm. it. Um, Queens of the Stone Age. Yeah, I know a good band. Fucking brilliant band. Absolutely brilliant. They're up there with the Foo Fighters and all that. I think they are mm. not fashionable. That doesn't. They don't care about being cool and all that sort of stuff. But they fucking are. Bit um, outspoken sometimes, but yeah, I mean Josh Homme did that thing with um didn't he throw a bottle at a female in the crowd or something like that? Yeah, I he think really he's, let he's, himself down there. I but think he's let, him, fair, let himself down quite a few times. But yeah. I've seen Yeah. But he's you know, he's he's quite cool, I guess. Mm. Uh Kings of Leon. Kings of Leon I love. Yeah, they, again, they get panned because they change their style of music. They they had very big commercial success with Only By The Night, didn't they? Mm. And the minute you hear a band like that, because I saw them at Glastonbury, when was that? 2004, so they weren't that big then. They were quite big, but not quite not as big as they were. And they were brilliant. They were such a good band. But the minute you have that commercial success that they did, I mean, Only By The Night exploded because of that one song. Yeah, that was, in, that was in 2000 and. Eight-ish, I think. And yeah, it was 2007, 2008. And once you have that success, you want to keep that success, don't you? And keep well, you're keep you're, held, you're held to a standard that probably isn't you as a band. Yeah, that's the problem. Like they want them to be like this 
again, you, you're judged by a different crowd, aren't you, that maybe mm. don't know that much about music. So, but I think they're a really good band. I think they're really good. I like the, the tension you get between them because they're all family members and all yeah. that. So, uh, I, really loved, I really loved the song The Bucket. That was earlier, wasn't it? Than that was, ones, I think. yeah, 2003, 2004. Yeah, I love that song. Yeah, Molly Chambers uh, was a good one as well. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so it's, uh, yeah, I thought it was a great band. Um, should have kept their hair long. So, um, so should have I. <laughs> offspring offspring oh, do you know what I never really got into them that much oh, I liked them I, I didn't uh, love them I didn't love them as much as I love Green Day but they were they were okay they were okay I think they were just what that uh, for that time because they were they were around like early 90s and then they didn't in my eyes they didn't get they sold out Big until like, was it commercial. pretty fly for a white guy? Yeah, then, Americana. Yeah. I think we spoke about this with Ant a couple of weeks ago, actually. Um, yeah, pretty fly for a white guy was like this novelty song, wasn't it? And then suddenly yeah. that album did really well, which is a really good album, by the way. So I bought that album, but I was listening to all the songs that were never released and all that sort of stuff. Um, and that like the album, if you've listened to that album, they are very diverse. Where they're style, like there's not one song that sounds like another on that album. No, it's that. The problem with Dexter Holland, the singer, is he shouts. He shouts a lot, so he couldn't sustain that, I don't think. Um, but yeah, they pretty much sold out, and that was the end of them by then. But they mm. were pretty pretty good beforehand. Um, not many more to go. Fleetwood Mac. Hey, there's not much we haven't said about them. No, nah, technically not, think... not American in the first place either. But anyway, no. that's a different story. Love in them. The... One, of, one of my favourite bands. In, easily in my top five favourite bands. Yeah. Easily. Couldn't do much wrong, could they? No. Still don't. Well, apart from get on each other, but <laughs> having illicit affairs, <laughs> killers, killers. Yeah, they, do you know what? They, they're in the category of um, a band I loved and I've sort of fallen out of love with. I loved them when they yeah. first come on the scene. And Again, now they've got a, a commercial standard to hit, haven't they? It's very, very Las Vegas, which yeah. is fair enough because obviously that's where they're from. But it's, it, they've gone. Synthesizers, yeah, that's they, very... everything has to be. It hasn't got a symphony, it don't get released, does it? That's a, probably the deal they've done. Mm. Um, he's a good singer, uh, but I don't know. I still like to see them. They're, oh, they, they're playing at the Emirates next year, aren't they? So they can fill a stadium. Oh, yeah, easy, you know what I mean? So they are, yeah. Uh, I Mr. Brightside is what does it, isn't it? I mean, it's bloody played everywhere. You go to a fun pub, nightclub, anywhere yeah. you like. Mr. Bloody Brightside, weddings. Yeah, you know, a lot, lot of last uh, the last song on on nights out, yeah, isn't yeah. it? And Which, what was that? I can't remember what what was that song. Oh, it's called the Man or something. Yeah, is it, it is, it the is man. called the Man. Yeah, yeah. That, about three or four years ago they released that. Yeah, and I that, actually quite like that song. Did you? Oh, I done my head in. Very eighties, isn't it? Yeah, I don't know. I do. I do think they're a great band, though. Yeah, really good. For, do you remember that when they was in their, their absolute peak? This is when I think they was at their peak when they released Sam's Town, and we tried everywhere to get tickets. You just could not get tickets. Yeah. For love nor money. We no. were trying. We were trying obscure towns like, well, not obscure, but Wolverhampton. I think we 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 looked at places Lowestoft. 
places nowhere near mm. us. We couldn't get tickets anywhere. You you introduced me to those. I hadn't yeah. heard of them before. You, I think you had that your album in their car and was just driving yeah. around listening to it. Well, I inadvertently uh, heard them in Glastonbury, and they they were there was all these people going around and saying you need to go see the Killers, and I think they clashed with someone, so we didn't go to their performance. But they were sound testing, sound checking in the morning when we was in our tent and our tent was right next to the new band tent, which is now the John Peel stage. Uh, yeah. Uh, and it was the killers. So uh, inadvertently we heard that there was a lot of hype around them. So I thought afterwards I would listen to them and I was really gutted that we didn't go see them properly, mm. uh, but they, they were really good. And lastly, the Eagles. Uh. They were uh, just one of those bands, didn't they? I don't like all their songs, if I'm, if I'm honest, but I can understand why people love them. Yeah. They're almost too American. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. if that's possible? Do you know what I mean? Like they're just <laughs> yeah. Like, in not, terms their, of, not their fault, is it? No, nah, but in terms of their music, it's like uh, sort of um, what's the word? Middle of the road, jangly, easygoing rock. Yeah, yeah, I guess so. Yeah, Hotel California as a guitarist is all, uh, as near to a perfect song as you're going to get. Mm. It's just so good, uh, and that for that I always love them. I guess. Uh, do, you know so that, one, do you know? I'm just going to add another one. One of my favourite American bands is Lincoln Park. I know it's yeah. not really really indie, but do you know what? If you tell that sort... to people, you get taken the piss out of. Yeah, I, I Chester Bennington. He just, I've, he got such. His voice was just amazing. Mm. If you, if you hear, I've seen, I, I, I was fascinated with him. I don't know why, but I was fascinated with him because he had this like soulful voice in a rock band, obviously a, a rock metal band, whatever they called themselves. Yeah. If you hear him sing, and he, he used to do a lot of covers and stuff when he was rehearsing, there's one that he did, um, an Adele song, and he just, he got an unbelievable voice. Mm. And yeah, it's obviously a shame that he went and did what he did. It was just, yeah. Because we never got, never got to see him. No, uh, I'd have loved to have seen him. But Mike Shinoda's apparently trying to... I don't know if he's doing something on his own or he's trying to carry on with Linkin Park now. I don't see how that works, if I'm honest. But, uh, no, no, it's always a, a bit of a weird one, isn't it, when the, the lead singer passes away and they yeah. try, and, try and do something else. But I can I, only I, think of New Order is the one that, only band that I can think of that's properly pulled that off. Yeah, well, and maybe the Foo Fighters where he... Yeah, I, I, never think of them, I never think of them like that. Weirdly. No, no, yeah, it's weird, isn't it? Because Joy Division become but, New Order, and then so I, in in my mind, sometimes I, I, it's not right, but I see Nirvana turned into the Foo Fighters. Well, it's, you've got it's strange, Dave strange, Roll isn't? It? Yeah, and Pat Smear, who was obviously in Nirvana and out of Nirvana all the time. So, and then was in Foo Fighters. He's been with Foo Fighters for the last ten years or so again. So. It kind of was, but I've never thought of them like that, actually. No. Until this moment now, I've never thought of <laughs> I've always thought of them as, as two completely separate projects. Yeah. But no one ever thinks about New Order and Joy Division as two separate projects, do they? No. They see them as New, Joy Division taking a different direction. Direction when Curtis yeah, left. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, Linkin Park, love them, can't fault them. Absolutely brilliant. So... That's all we've got, pretty much, haven't we? Our pet yeah. hates. We ain't got pet. We ain't done pet hates. Pet hates, and then I'll find out what you had for dinner. Yeah. So my pet hate, I've got two because we went to the pub. Yeah. It's people that stand like 
we're out we're outside and then people are having full-blown conversations in a doorway when you want to try and get to the toilet and they just yeah. and they don't move no nah. don't move you have to say excuse me and then they they just move over the slightest bits you have to it's like you don't exist yeah it's so, it's so it's so that's annoying. on you it's on you to work your way past yeah, it's all right mate i'll squeeze past you <laughs> your tits <laughs> i worry about it and then when you get to the toilet, this is my second part of the pet hate. You're in there, and uh, right, another one as well. When <laughs> blokes just talk to you, when you or they they come and stand in the cube, uh, the urinal next to you <laughs> when there's a free one on the other side. That's that's <laughs> unnerve. That's unnerving. Invade <laughs> your personal space when you're your most vulnerable. Yeah, and they just start chatting to you. And then and one, way other- to, one way to Sort that out. Say nice knob, mate. (laughs) (laughs) Have you said that much? Oh, can't we move? (laughs) Then they'll leave. Oh, I sound like Mutley. Yeah, you do actually. And the other bit of the pay, once all that's happened, <laughs> so, <laughs> so, I've, so I've, got, I've got all that out of the way. And then uh, you got to wash your hands and, and you wash them like a normal person would. And you see these blokes not washing their hands or they just like sprinkle them under a little bit of water as if they've washed their hands yeah. properly. And then they open the fucking door to get out of the toilet and you've got to touch that door afterwards. To Just dirty bastards, basically. Yeah. Do you know what? It might, well, obviously they don't, uh, you could say it's because they're drunk, but I think being drunk only enhances habits, doesn't it? Yeah. So like if you, if you, you eat, you're a bad eater normally, when you're yeah, drunk, I'm, it's an absolute disaster. I'm, I'm a bigger wanker when I'm drunk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, so, uh, so yeah, I just think these people are born in a barn. And, yeah. Yeah, all, all manners go out, you know, manners, I mean, you know, necessities go out the window. Yeah. Um, Especially when you were, at, well, hopefully at the, towards the end of a pandemic and they're, they're not doing, they're not washing just, their hands. And, like, no, just, knowing where their hands have just been. Yeah. yeah, and then they go and eat eat with these hands and smoke with these hands and shake other people's <laughs> hands and stuff like that. Yeah. I don't know why we go to the pub, if I'm honest. No, fucking no. hate it. Yeah, so just to tell me what you've just <laughs> described there is a horrendous experience from start to finish. <laughs> and you repeat this over and over again, because the more beer you drink, the more you have to go through it. Yeah, what, and what you, of often you're in sync with these guys as well. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. you drink your beer and you're in sync with them. Yeah. And you, you meet them in the pub. Yeah. Uh, and, and the worst thing is, because, because you're getting more and more drunk, you start having conversations with yourself. And, <laughs> yeah. like, and then you're, you're, you're as big an idiot as them then. Yeah. You're in league with these dickheads. <laughs> yeah. so, anyway, uh, got to start giving us, stop giving ourselves a hard time about getting so drunk at the weekend. This is where it's all born from, isn't it? Yeah, just to punish ourselves for having fun. Anyway, um, mine is—it's not really a pet hate. It's just winding me up a little bit at the moment, right? And I don't want to act like I'm bothered, but it just—it's 
Instagram politics and social media politics, e.g. only following someone to get you to follow, let's say someone follows you and then they unfollow you if you don't follow them back. Yeah. They come in and like your stuff, these tactics that I wasn't really aware of until I've been sort of doing a little bit of research on Instagram marketing and stuff like that, because we have to do a bit of that, otherwise no one hears about our bloody show. So I've been looking at strategies and people actually do this as a strategy. And I just think this is pathetic. Grow up. <laughs> There's this one culprit we have, right? He has lots of followers, by the way. I can fucking see how now, right? Followers about a thousand people more than following back. Has followed us and unfollowed us probably about 10 times. because, And we know, like we're not going to notice because we get a notification to say something. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <You> fucking wanker. <laughs> I wasn't bothered. I said I wasn't bothered by it, but just... Uh, you know. Hopefully he won't be back this time. He don't listen, does he? All he wants us to do is fucking follow his bloody shitty profile. <laughs> I don't know. So, uh, but no, look, I'm, I'm singling out there. That's just an example. There's loads <clears throat> of them, isn't there? Yeah, there is loads of them. I've had loads on my personal one. Yeah. Different ones. Him, made... three, him in particular three times. Who? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but yeah, but, you know, we're not being nasty, but he's been nasty to us. So yeah, he's the ultimate Mister Nasty. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, just why? Just like, look, we don't really get into that. I know we listen. I know before people jump on us, I say we, we all have following a hell of a lot of people, but we're doing it for different reasons because we actually are interested in our followers and like we saying from the start to build a community of like like-minded people that talk about music and stuff like that. So we actually enjoy all that. We don't really care about how many people follow us, but if yeah. you can get people to follow us, brilliant. Cause it grows the show. Yeah. So in that sense, we do care. Anyway. Um, yeah. What did you have for dinner? Uh, what did I have? Sausages and mash. Oh, lush. Yeah. It was a yeah, good midweek dinner, isn't it really? Yeah, so. I had uh, jacket potato and prawns and salad. It's fucking awful. <laughs> Sounds quite nice. You know, I don't eat anything from the sea particularly, so, <laughs> so <laughs> that's not what you want, is it? Not really, no. During a tough week. Nah. What a day. <laughs> what a day. <laughs> what a day. Oh, we better go. What, what music have we got? What music have we bloody got? This this week, uh, the Heavy North are back. Great yes. band. Great band. They are the Heavy North on Instagram. Yeah. This song will be out today. So go and go and buy it. Go and stream it. Um, What's it called? No Good, isn't it? No Good, yeah. yeah. Heavy North, No Good. No, it's, it's an ironic title because it's very good. <laughs> yeah. It's very, really, yeah, it's, it's very really good. good it's very it's, good. It's, it's, I, I say that I think I say this every week. It's one of the best ones we've had. I, think I, only, I only listened to it earlier for the first time, and it wasn't what I expected at all because obviously their stuff you know, we've had them on before, and they're quite heavy going and all that sort of stuff. This is completely different. Mm. It's a bit, it's an obscure type of jazz in this, in my yeah. eyes anyway, or in my ears. Um, yeah, they're great, so. great bunch of guys as well. They're, they're always, yeah, very humble, aren't they? Yeah. So, um, yeah. Anyway, yeah, so this is No Good by the Heavy North. Uh, we may see you next week. Goodbye.
Fresh style 